episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? It's going. It's going. It's going all right. Things are moving along. Uh-huh. Big shows this weekend. Really big shows. Oh, yeah? You in uh, the just... town of Vernon? No. Are you in Vernon? I'm in the town of Vernon. What are you doing? Um, a, a show with Ephthymios, some sort of dating show. Oh, Dave's. I forgot it's Valentine's Day next week, and all the shows are that. So I'll just, I don't know. I, I don't. I didn't realize that. I didn't. I don't even really. This is a because I'm a dickhead inherently, an yeah, asshole. Yeah. I don't even know when Valentine's Day is. It's two days before my birthday. <clears throat> that's how I know it. Oh, your birthday is coming up. Yeah, on the thirteenth, sixteenth. Valentine's Day is the fourteenth. <laughs> See. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the fuck? I guess my show's not before Valentine's Day. Is the Super Bowl before Valentine's Day? Yeah, Super Bowl okay. on Sunday. Okay. Valentine's Day is on Tuesday. Gotcha. So my show's before the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, but they're <laughs> doing... Probably both weekends will be bullshit-themed shows. God damn it. Mm. Yeah, I'll just be an angry divorced man. I'll be the... the like the, I guess the, the bit that I've been trying, it's not... Well, I did it one time. It didn't really work, but... That's the first time I've been uh, broken up with, and it was for real. It was for keeps. Like, I literally thought I made it to the finish line. You're like, made it all the way through undefeated. Yeah, undefeated. Undefeated. Look at all the peasants. <laughs> Look at you, fucking pathetic like, loser. I've had heartbreak, but on my terms. <laughs> Never before. That first on loss. On terms. Yeah, first loss was a fucking doozy. Thank God I don't have kids or a house or anything that, like, is actually kind of a real marriage. I had the piece of paper, and that was about it. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and you got then, fake married with four people. Yeah, so... And then you got fake divorced, so... Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and all your fake emotions, you can drink those away, so you're good to go. If they're fake, why would I need to drink them away? That's a good point. I if, mean, you, you're you drinking them away with Monster, so... Monster and vodka. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think I'm just mixing yeah. fucking Mountain Dew and Monster together. Yeah, where's the vodka? <laughs> it's in the white thing. I brought my oh, own bar. Okay. I didn't have any <clears throat> bottles. Gotcha, gotcha. That's a that's a real frat boy move. Energy drink you plan on tying one on tonight or what? Um I buddy at work got it for me and then I was like I could drink vodka and monster tonight, which is one of my favorite drinks. But dude, oh man, it was hilarious at work. Um buddy's driving and he trades stocks or crypto or something. I don't really know what he's doing, but he's constantly looking at his well, phone. Well, he moves furniture. So, and uh, by yeah. trade, he loses money <laughs> pretending to do stocks. Okay, so he's on Wall Street bets. Yes. Trading stocks for memes. <laughs> Maybe. Anyways, something good happened. He's driving, and he looks at his phone at a red light. Mm-hmm. And something good happened. It changes from red to green on his phone. And the car in front of us just rolls up just like a little bit, maybe to see what was going on in the intersection. Mm-hmm. And out of his periphery, he thinks that it's – he just yells. He's like, yeah, it's go time, and hits the gas. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. And he slams on the brakes an inch from the car in front of us. What the <laughs> and fuck? I, and I was like, what the fuck was that? He's like, so embarrassed. He's like, sorry, uh – I was like, did you just go from red to green in your phone? He's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so the light didn't change? No. The guy in front just moved up a slightly? Slightly. And it triggered him. And Well, and something happened on his phone that he was excited about. Yeah. It went from red to green, so to speak, in the stocks. Literally, he's looking at graphs that go red and green and uh-huh. shit. And he goes, it's go time, and hits the gas. It was almost a catastrophe and quite hilarious. That's- so I'm... Yeah, I've been saying it's go time all day today. That's funny. (laughs) 
my buddy, like when cell phones became like we were young when texting and driving was a thing before it was even illegal. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was people would text and drive mostly at stoplights. Yeah, which honestly, fuck off. It's fine. If you're texting someone back at a red light, yeah. worst case scenario, it takes you a second or two to go if someone honks at you. Or it's go time and you get rear-ended by a five-ton time. truck into yeah. the intersection and T-boned. Well, that seems a little different. <laughs> it's scenario, go time. <laughs> if it's not go time. So my friend, I think this might have happened to your buddy too because you're always driving. You're always looking at your peripherals subconsciously Yeah, because that's how you drive, like full awareness, mm-hmm. spatial awareness. So you're kind of always just, and you're reactive and it's such a non-conscious thing when you drive because you don't have to think anymore. You've been doing it so long. It's like autopilot. So my friend, when people were looking at their phones at lights and he's beside them, he used to just pull up half a car and then stop and they would just drive. Like he would do that all the time. Sometimes people would get mad at him. They'd be in the intersection be like, fuck you, dude. Like, what are you talking about? Get off your phone then, you fucking idiot. It's amazing the human ability to just make something someone else's fault. Like, it's totally your fault. I wouldn't have done that if he didn't do that. And you're like, okay, but you did that, and it has nothing to do with me. You're just mad. I've had too much self-loathing to be that guy. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I fucking suck, dude. I listen to Jocko. I take extreme ownership for everything. Everything's my fault. Yeah? Yeah. That is a good way to do it, because what's the solution if it's someone else's fault? Well, the step two... Kill of, that person? The step two them? is, like, improve and make everything your fault, but then... You know, make things better. I just accept everything is my fault and just and just leave it at that. Yeah, it's fucked. Hey, we're fucked. Sorry. <laughs> so you know, there's there's nihilism. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> my we're, nephew. We're not nihilists though. Um, I wish I. I mean, You're I not. wish I had the courage. You're not. But I found out what applies the closest uh, philosophy that applies. This. I'm sure you know this already. You're a well-read man. Mm-hmm. I am not. Tell me what it is. Absurdism. Okay. You ever heard of absurdism? Yeah, that's uh, I I read uh, fucking not the French guy. He fucking <clears throat> had the thing, the myth of Sisyphus. What the fuck's his name? Camus. Camus is famous for is one of the famous absurdists. I like it. I was like, and that's plague. that's exactly. It's like you acknowledge that there is no purpose in life. Mm-hmm. There's no meaning. So instead of looking for meaning, you just accept that there isn't any and try to enjoy yourself while you're here. Yeah. I'm that, like, that's it. That's the myth of Sisyphus. It, it starts with the first line is there's but one important question in the world or in existence or something like that. Yeah. And it's do you to, like basically to be or not to be to Should live you kill yourself or kill yeah. yourself. <clears throat> and he spends the whole book kind of going, uh, if your life's real bad, you can kill yourself. Like, I guess. Mm-hmm. But mo- hey, you got this one life. You'll get one crack at it, baby. Why not? Like, people are looking for heaven. This is as good as you're going to get. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think you can probably separate heaven and hell on earth pretty pretty easily. I like the Doug Stanhope line. That's yeah. like, life is like a movie. And if it sucked the whole entire way through so far, it's probably not going to get good right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to blame you for walking out early. <laughs> Doug's a weird character. I, I don't know how much we're going to be seeing of, like legendary Doug Stanhope stand-up. Why? I don't think isolation creates good stand-up comedy. No. Because he's surrounded by... uh, All the people are trash bag yes-men in his entourage. They're everyone... They're welfare recipients in the town he's from, Bisbee, Arizona. I'm sure they're fun people. I don't think he's from there. I think he moved there. he moved to, I'm sorry. Near the Mexican border so he could get cheap drugs and cheap real estate. And now he owns com- a compound because he just keeps on buying his neighbor's land. Dude. Because it's like $30,000. Start a cult it, already. I'll join it. He did. Well, 
How do we? He do doesn't it? want you as a member because you're a stand-up comic. He wants some douchebag misfit that's gonna go to the store, cook him steak, and get him booze. I could do all those. Make things. him cocktails. I could do all those things for Doug. You want to? You want to live that life? Not really. I've I've heard like comics say everyone loves Doug Stanhope. Yeah. That's well, most comics that I respect love Doug Stanhope. I really like Doug Stanhope. But they, uh, you hear a lot of things. I met Doug Stanhope. How was it? He's fucking nuts, dude. He's just kind of up and down. He's Devo's got his number. Devo called him <clears throat> once outside Dakota's with I think Dino, and he was Dino's like, "Hey, it's my buddy." They talked for like twenty minutes on the phone, and then another time we went to go see him in Vancouver. I've told that story in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Devo got backstage and was like, "I'm your biggest fan." He's like, "How'd you get like basically fuck off?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And but then- he said he stayed. Uh, for he's, a he said minute. he stayed backstage and like hung out for like f- I don't know maybe it was for a while I maybe half an hour it couldn't have been that long well half an hour is quite a he said he made him a drink and shit maybe I can't remember all, all the details <clears throat> I remember talking to Devo but I'm like do you think he was scared of you you're a fucking giant intimidating dude well that's how he kind of got backstage he's just like I'm I work here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks like any bouncer yeah he told and who, how are you gonna tell him no he told me that uh, I was like Doug I'm just. He was making fun of my shirt. I was wearing a lack of fall. He's like, he's, oh, nice shirt, Julio Faggot Jones. And I was like, Doug, I'm just a fan. He's like, don't need you. <laughs> like, sincerely, yeah. too, probably. Hurt. Hurt. He's going to go the way of Hunter S. Thompson. Football season's going to be over. His team's going to lose. He's going to blow his fucking brains out. I mean, that'd be poetic. Like, you can, could Doug Stanhope be 70? Maybe. You I mean, think so? I mean, not like... Oh, who's the guy famously that did all the drugs for the Stones, Mick Jagger, whatever the fuck? Yeah, that's that's the only way he makes it. If if he's like an anomaly, because he's beat the shit out of his body. He goes to the doctor. I used to listen to his podcast years ago, mm-hmm. and he was already doing. He says he drinks fourteen drinks a day, but I think he drinks way more. Oh, I was gonna say fourteen, like medical. Because he drinks from noon to night, and he gets blasted. Does he actually wait till noon and just, like, sweating, fucking so, yeah. handshaking, waiting for that fucking 11.59? Maybe not. Maybe not. I think it's but... generally when I feel like it in the mornings. Yeah. yeah. But I think he takes, like, a little bit of time in the morning. He's probably still fucking hammered. From the night before. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, and he, says, he said the doctor is like, yeah, your liver, you know what? For a guy that drinks that much, you're kind of fine. Well, that's good. It's the regenerative regenerative organ. It's the one organ that regenerates itself. You know what also helps? I've been looking this up because I want to, you know, mid-30s. Yeah. Vitality. Why? I don't know because i got nothing to do. I'm going to the gym, dude, and accept taking cold it. showers. Accept it. I want. No, I won't accept it. See, that's the thing. <laughs> I won't. Okay. Fight, like, fight time. See who wins. Test, I'm not trying to fight time. I'm trying to fight Lethar- lethargy, however you All say right. that. Lethargy. I mean, that you'll still lose to that, but you. Yeah, but I'll I'll lose less. <laughs> I don't want to blow out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I want it close. No, it's better to burn out than to fade away. Isn't that a line from a song? Yeah, but that implies like fucking. It's like Kurt Cobain, dude. Yeah, light both fires. Light fires at both ends. Um, do you did you do you know that what we're about to read about today, Kyle? Did you know that I have a stutter now also? We're reading about I've Jehoshaphat noticed. appointing judges, and then soon Ahab is going to die. And I'm we so have, fucking. We already read about sick the death of this of part of the Bible. Is there something cool happened? Um, I thought last week's was pretty cool. We had the four right. to one. Ahab died. Jehoshaphat's going to be Ammon. Some more kings. 
Josiah. Hezekiah. He's one of the great guys. He's coming up. Uh, after we get done Chronicles, though, we get into Esther. And then... Who's that? Es- sorry, Ezra. Oh. And then Esther. And Esther's one of the... Oh, Nehemiah's shit. Then Esther. So, in about two years... <laughs> Do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? No. We read about- I do remember. I remember there's 400 prophets, yeah. and then they're like, you know what? We're, you guys all agree. Let's ask one more for no fucking reason at all. I remember he's like- Because this guy disagrees with everything the king says. King's like, I don't like this fucking guy. Yeah. And then what did what did they do to that guy, Kyle? Oh, they locked him up and yeah, said, and if said, we don't come back, we're going to kill you. Feed him only bread and water until mm-hmm. I return. And then what happened? I actually don't know. Uh, they w- The king went into battle disguised- so that they wouldn't know it was him. He got shot with an arrow by accident. Random arrow. Yeah. yeah, and then he died. I don't know what happened to the guy in the jail, though. Um, Do we learn that? I, no, I don't think so. Well, let's let's find out. I didn't read ahead today. Because um, the, the king say if the king doesn't come back or if the army doesn't come back? The king. Oh, so he's so the guy's just fucked. But also, whoever the next king is could going to be like, you're right, dude. Yeah. You're right. I want the guy that was right. <laughs> yeah, that, I would kill the 400. Yeah. I mean, that would be the reason. That's what I would do. 400 of you. You're all dead. But remember, God sent mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit through a lying spirit to lie to 400. Mm-hmm. I don't the, give a fuck. The one saw that. Well, in- whoever God is telling the truth to, I'd like to talk to. <laughs> Regardless of whether the prophets are telling the truth, what the hell do I care? I'm the king, and I'm going to accept unreliable information because God might be lying to them. But is it fair to kill I, people I don't like give God a fuck. Lied to? I don't give a fuck. Everyone's dying. I live in the desert. Yeah, shit's tough, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill these fucking people. All 400. That's a massacre, Kyle. Good. Good. You know how many sick uh, God would be prophet mad. positions there will be. You know why would he be mad? He gave. He doesn't even like he, them. It sounds like God would be mad if you did that. If you killed four, he doesn't. He doesn't like them, or he doesn't like the well, king. I guess. Despite lying to them, they are his vessels. On yeah, Earth. but they could be false. I think that would. The, the thing is, they weren't false. They weren't false. They were <laughs> actually getting information from God that was wrong. Misinformation from God. Could you? What does that say to any uh, modern day prophet? Does your oh, mom realize that that's possible? I want to fucking ask her about it now. I was just thinking about that. I was just thinking, hey, mom, what about the lying spirit? Does that ever? She probably. Oh, man. I've people her, have accused her of that. Yeah. That, that's, in our music, in our uh, YouTube videos. And oh, stuff, yeah, at, all over the place. That's half a fucking church is being like, I hear from God and that person doesn't hear from God. It's the same gossip, same politics as life. Yeah. But it, with that's God. A, that's a trump card, though. Cause it's like, no, no, no. I agree. We both hear from God. He's just lying to you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. I saw it in a vision. <laughs> I saw it in a vision that he lied to all 400 of you. <laughs> okay. I saw in a vision that he was going to send you a vision thinking that we <laughs> lied, but really he was telling us the truth it's the whole time. the dumbest shit. It is so dumb. <laughs> okay. So here we are in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 19, verse 4. Jehoshaphat lived in Jerusalem. He went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and turned them back to the Lord, the God of their fathers. He appointed judges in the land in each of the fortified cities of Judah. He told them. So that in those five, three sentences, a lot of shit just happened. He fucking. So the new guy, Jehoshaphat, remember, he went to war with Ahab. Now, it sounds like. Let's read that again. In and Ahab's dead. Ahab's dead. So it's he, hard to get the names all. So he's just uh, 
much. He was king of the I remember North. then he went down there like, let's attack these guys. And he was like, okay, I'll be on your side. So now he's in Jerusalem and he's expanding his kingdom. He's basically like, well, I guess I'll co-opt Israel. Because I, your king died. Yeah, and he's spreading the word of God, a.k.a. The people are kind of on his side. Isn't that convenient, though? That's just how they write <laughs> you know, it. That's you know just I mean? how they write it. Like, we didn't get taken over. Our yeah. king died. Our king died. And then the guy who would benefit most <laughs> didn't do it. No. It was obviously the other bad. It, it was, was our enemies. It was a stray arrow. We went to attack our enemies. It was a stray arrow. He wasn't wearing his outfit. <laughs> I didn't know it was him. It was a mistake. Uh-huh. It's like a fucking Elmer Fudd hunting scenario. Yeah. It was a stray arrow from the bad guys, though, right? It, it from the just baddies. says a stray arrow. <laughs> from the king just shoots him. <laughs> it's like there. Oh, dude, you weren't wearing your hat. <laughs> uh, family fire was turned on, it turns out. <laughs> Do the Pope, does the Pope still have his little uh, Pope mobile with the bulletproof glass? Oh, yeah. That, doesn't that just fucking resound faith in God? Yeah. A bulletproof glass car. <laughs> God will protect me behind bulletproof glass. You fucking coward. Um, so that, yeah, so he points judges. So basically when he appointing judges reads, um, his guys. So he's changing the whole power structure of the land. He's moved into Jerusalem. He trumped them. He's spreading the word of God, AKA propaganda about himself. And he's appointing new judges. He's taking the old guys out mm. and putting his guys in. Spreading the word of God is propaganda about himself. Um, he turned them back to the Lord, the God of their fathers. I think. To me, that reads he's, you know, swaying the people. But don't to, they already believe in? You would think, being Israelites, that the whole book's about them and they've seen God's isn't power. Isn't that what they agree? What? They're worshiping other gods, Kyle. He's I turned them back. Just, just, it's not even said. It's just assumed. Well, it was said, like, in the chapters previous. Was Judah was following God. Ahab wasn't really. Oh. They were letting Asherpoles be built yeah. again. And yes. He was just all, like, the, uh, all the same stuff. So he appointed judges in the land, each in each of the fortified cities of Judah. He told them, consider carefully what you do, because you are not judging for man, but for the Lord, who is with you whenever you give a verdict. Powerful stuff. Did you even hear what I said? No. <laughs> Kyle looks at me like totally confused. So he says, he points judges and says, you're judging for God, not for man. These oh, are God's okay. words. Essentially mine. Because I'm the closest one it, to God. So. Exactly. But it also gives, like, as far as, like, propaganda purposes go, when the king says, I heard that. I heard that in the mic. Did you hear that small, slight pop? Mm -hmm. That was Kyle's nose hair getting ripped out of his face. Yeah. Um, like a G. Um, anyways, so, yeah, the, the power structure, when it comes from God, it's just all that more serious, right? Like, I don't know. Serious isn't the right word. Well, it comes with a... With a higher point of authority. Yeah, the weight, the yeah. weight of of it matters more. The weight of a guillotine if you don't listen. So I put, yeah. So I appointed new judges, and they speak directly for God. So you better listen to what they say. And the average person goes, "These judges speak for God." The king said so. The king also speaks for God. And I, that, what do I know? I'm just a peasant. I'm just a guy who can't talk to God. Yeah. <sighs> and you'd you'd be like, I guess I don't because my life sucks and their life rules. So <laughs> they must talk to God. He well, he must like them more. I'm Why like, am I shoveling shit then if God <laughs> likes me? That's what people should be asking themselves, really. If God likes me, why am I shoveling shit? Uh, it's true. Okay, so consider carefully. Now let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Judge carefully, for the Lord our God, 
There is for with the Lord our God there is no injustice or partial or, bri- or partiality or bribery. Could you imagine saying there's no injustice when God lied to 400 prophets a chapter ago? That's that was just though. You know what why? Because it was part of His plan. When God hardened Pharaoh's heart and then killed his firstborn sons and the sons of all the people who didn't do anything, is that just? Yeah, part of His plan. <laughs> What about when he swallowed up Korah's whole family on account of Korah? Was that just? Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, when you create morality, you get to decide what's moral, and you can switch around back and forth. All you really know for sure is that what you say as a non-God-fearing man is wrong. Is evil <clears throat> right or wrong? Huh? Evil is uh, correct. What, do you, what does that mean? It means uh, I made it exist. Yeah. Right? So it's so right. So it exists, so it happens. What does evil mean? Uh, it's what I use as an excuse to do the bad things that I tell you are good. <laughs> I mean, I was honestly like, you were like a pastor right there with your <laughs> saying nonsense. Yeah. In Jerusalem also, Jehoshaphat appointed some Levites, priests, and heads of Israelite families to administer the law of the Lord and to settle disputes. And they lived in Jerusalem. He gave them these orders. You must serve faithfully and wholeheartedly in the fear of the Lord. In every case that comes before you from your fellow countrymen who live in cities, whether bloodshed or concerns of law, commands or decrees or ordinances, you are to warn them not to sin against the Lord. Otherwise, his wrath will come down on you and your brothers. Do this and you will not sin. So, I mean, to me, this just reads like propaganda. I appointed the best guys. All my guys are the best guys. They mm-hmm. follow the Lord. They're doing the Lord's work. That's what they're I said. He sitting. trumped them earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He appointed all his new guys. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, they're all the they're best. They're the best guys. They're the ones talking to God. You guys aren't talking to God. <laughs> my my guys. guys are talking to God. They're better than yours. They won't sin. They're not corrupt. <laughs> they don't accept bribes. No injustice. No impartiality. No, do you see my gold in there? You can't look at it, but it's worth $3 trillion. <laughs> $3 trillion worth of gold. Uh, first of uh, it says here you're only worth uh, $200 million. Kill him. <laughs> You spoke it against, <laughs> spoken against me and Lord. It's God's gold, actually, <laughs> that I'm looking after. I'm looking after and using <laughs> by His hand. I made a toilet out of it. <laughs> he does have a gold toilet. <laughs> what a weird cartoonish life he's led. Uh, verse eleven: Amariah, the chief priest, will be over you in any manner concerning the Lord. And Zebediah, son of Ishmael, the leader of the tribe of Judah, will be over you in any matter concerning the king. And the Levites will serve as officials before you. Act with courage, and may the Lord be with those who do well. There it is. So that's kind of just an administrative chapter. And Mm -hmm. considering that his reign goes pretty good, it seems like he made some good reforms. He probably got rid of a bit of corruption. Mm -hmm. Maybe he replaced nepotism with nepotism, but... You know what? We're saying that like uh, the Jews are always flip-flopping against God and whatever. The Bible's saying it. We're yeah, not saying I, it. I, well, we're reading it. I mean. Yeah, we're reading it, yeah. I'm saying it. Okay. Even modern day, they're doing it, dude. <laughs> Look at all the Jews that are just going, oh, I'm a Jew, but I'm not like a practicing Jew. No, but- Until the fucking third Holocaust comes and they're going to be... The third Holocaust? Uh, second, I guess. There's been a lot of Holocaust. I don't know how many there is. Well, now, there's but... been many programs. Only one programs. Only one called the Holocaust. What's a, what's a program? There are many Holocausts. I don't mean towards the Jews. I just mean the world. Uh, programs are... Of, there's to... been a lot of Holocaust. Oh, there's genocide <laughs> galore. Uh, but programs are specifically against the Jews, and they happened all the time. Basically, Jews never kind of 
uh, amalgamated with the fucking populace mm-hmm. or f- blended in or fit in because they were always like, we're Jews, we're different. And they're like, is there anything went wrong? You know, I bet you it's those Jews fuckers. And then they <laughs> get driven out of town or killed in mass. Yeah. I know we're in a comedy world, so I only hear the comics. There's going to be no orthodox Jewish comedians. That goes directly Ari against. Shafir. Well, he's not an orthodox Jew. He's an orthodox Jew, dude. Did you not see Chew? Yeah, How many great. menorahs were on that stage? That's orthodoxy. Only a couple, I think. A lot. I don't think... You know 12. what? I remember there not being one. No, there was at least one because I was looking at it the whole time. Really? Yeah, it was right behind him. Okay. But uh, it's just funny to hear Jews talk about how dumb orthodox... They're like these fucking idiots still living in the 1600s. Yeah, orthodoxy, <clears throat> fundamentalist, all those words mean dumbass. Yeah. They mean... Whenever this Refusing was written, to change. Well, yeah, whenever this was written, it's the height of knowledge, and that's that's what we do, and that's why that's literally why I do this podcast because dumbasses will always go back to the book, be it the Quran, the Torah, the Bible, the Book of Mormon, the fucking extremists, the the dumbest ones of them will go. This is God's word because they don't <laughs> know where the Bible comes from. They go, this is the literal word of God. God's people wrote this down with God's voice. And it says that we should kill gay people. So we should kill gay people. That's mm. what the book says. There's no arguing with the book. I mean, that's a fair point. If, uh, what do you mean? No, in what sense? Do you think? Because you know, like uh, in New York City, high percentage of Orthodox Jews, a lot of them control the diamond trade. Do you think it's because it's like jewels have existed forever? Because it's like that's an old trade that you could kind of just... No. <laughs> no. I think it's because... That, selling diamonds and jewels is very orthodox. I think it's because... It's, it's, it's been traded for, for centuries. I think it's because, uh, going back to what we were just talking about, them being the forever outsider class, mm-hmm. they have to make themselves useful. And one of the most useful things you can do is... Everybody needs money. We're in the business of borrowing, lending money. I meant jewels specifically. I know, yeah. but jewels are almost money. They're a, it's an mo- old form of currency. Yeah, a movable yeah. asset that's valuable, like gold. It's and you can exchange it, it pretty close to its face value. Exactly a, that in a moment. Yeah. So that's why I think that. Fair and, enough. Um, Jehoshaphat versus uh, Jeho- oh, <laughs> how about that? Uh, how about Jordan Peterson's daughter? That video I sent you. Oh, did I didn't watch it. Yeah, I did. I started watching it, and it made me so angry, I turned it off. It's like fucking 15 seconds. It's a clip. Oh, about I Believe in God? It's about... Well, then I went and looked, at, looked up the actual thing, because you sent me this little t- tiny clip. Yeah. Play it right into the microphone right now. I'm trying to find it. I think I sent it to you on Facebook, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Messenger. No, I did not. Oh, that's convenient. All right, never mind then. We'll find it. Pause it. No, keep going. Keep going. Okay, so we're, we're in Second Chronicles chapter 20. Jehoshaphat defeats Moab and Am- Ammon. After this, the Moabites and the Ammonites with some of the Munites in some t- Septuagint's manuscripts, that means Ammonites. Okay, I got it. So the Ammonites with some more... Am- when you started believing in God and what stopped you before? I started believing in God when I was 29. <laughs> and what stopped me before... I don't know. The idea of God is hard to believe. Yeah. I was brought up with the psychological significance of the Bible, but not God is real. And it's hard to believe. So I didn't believe it before because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. But then when you start believing it, it makes more sense. <laughs> the weird things that happen in your life. Like, okay, well, 
Science doesn't explain everything. <laughs> what the fuck kind of argument is that? So that- she's like, I grew up not believing in God because it didn't make any sense. Now, my dad, Jordan Peterson, loves the philosophy of old, of old, of old philosophy. It's actually a brilliant argument. The reason why it's a brilliant argument is because yeah. it, it cannot be refuted. And like Mike Bickle and my mother and everyone else, yes, I end it can up be real- refuted. I can refute it right now. Okay. In, I, well, I think I can at least. It's impossible to believe in something when the contingent on believing in it is it didn't make sense to you until you believed it. So wrong, that's, Kyle. Wrong, Kyle. I had an experience. But that's an I had an experience that you can you you did not have the experience. I had the experience, and I know it to be true. And it happened to me, not to you. I, Good point. They, she didn't say that though. That's basically what she's saying is yeah. once you once you once you've gone to that side, it becomes real, and you only know. And she, do you know who she's talking to? Everyone else that uh, that has had an experience. And Mike Bickle and my mom and every other person I've argued with, eventually they have nothing to stand on other than their experience, and they know it to be true, and they just know. How do they know? They can't explain it. They just know. Or they'll make some outrageous claim like I saw an angel or God talks to me <laughs> or directly Jesus. or Jesus <laughs> describe him. Oh, I can't describe him. You know, he I described was, him. I wasn't really looking at him. No, Mike I, Bickle fucking described him. Yeah. On our podcast. Well, the one in the poster. No, that was a secondhand story of those guys that Jesus came out of the wall. I'm real. No, no, no. He I'm came Jewish. in his bedroom. Oh, yeah. No, that was an angel. Oh, that was an angel. The yeah. Jesus was the wall one. Yeah. All right. I'm real. I'm, I'm Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> Imagine God being a fucking... Let's think about that for one second. Hang on. Not only is he coming to human form, Jewish human form. Mm-hmm. Specifically. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. That is bizarre. <laughs> God became human form. What type? Well, he's like Jew. Yeah, well, they—that is my best creation. Everything else beyond that is bastardized. That is so yeah. outrageous. Obviously, Jews are the best. It's—they're designed for eating pussy. <sighs> they get them That's noses it. They way just in fucking there. Get that nose in there. No, 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 no. But to be at the end, like science, I know she's smarter than this. Based on other things she said, she recognizes that there's, that there's. There's a structure in discovering if they something. They want to believe it. There's a structure in discovering if something is true or there's a process and a structure and you, you're wrong and things take you in different directions. And then she goes, science doesn't explain it, therefore God. Yes. That's, that's, what, that's, Jordan's, that's it. That's her dad's almost entire point. I think it. This, this happened. This is coincidence. It can't be coincidence. It happened. It's with, coincidence. It can't be coincidence. I, I meant to say it's not coincidence oh. that it happened after his benzo withdrawal because he changed after that giant period where he almost died. Yeah. He was in withdrawals for like two years straight and she was by his bedside watching him not die and he didn't die. So now they're like, I should have died. All the doctors are probably going up to him because they doctors love to do that. Right. Mm. Oh, this close to death. 95% chance. you will never walk in. Chance. Well, guess what? That's a lot of people. I live in statistics. Out of 8 billion. Out of 8 billion, we're talking- 5% is a lot of fucking people. You know how many people almost died then? Tens of millions of people. Yeah. Hundreds of millions, actually. <laughs> almost died. Near-death experiences where the doctor's like, you're one in a fucking hundred. Yeah. Hundred million. And you're like, that's impossible, must be God. No, it's statistics. And you're a fucking, your dad's a psychologist. You don't have real science and psychology. All you have is statistics. 
You like examine populations and break them down into categories. That's essentially what you do. And statistically speaking, we've all had this experience, thus it must be true. Yeah, because you can't say as a psychologist that one person's going to do something, but you can say a group of people, this percentage of them is likely to do something. Which is which, actually yeah, true. Which is the only, yeah, but that's the science of psychology, mm. is in the realm of fucking statistics. It's in the realm of probability. Because you can't tell what one person's going to do, but you can tell what a group is going to do, kind of. I think It's fucking nuts. Kyle, I think therefore God is. Oh, it's just so annoying. I get that people want to cling on to something. Life's about to get harder for everybody. Hopefully, not as much for us would be nice. I have a feeling it isn't going to be that way. How I, long do you think until the apocalypse we can still do stand-up comedy? Well, uh, I think stand-up comedy is going to break through everything. I think it's one of the, it's going to be the lucky one of the lucky ones because even if AI takes it over, they're not going to put a robot on stage and have people laugh. People aren't going to accept that, at least in the next 50, 50 years. So I think we got 50. What happens if we're entertaining AI? Like, I'll kill myself before that like, happens. Uh, Jesus Christ. If like, there's actually robots? Like the uh, <clears throat> Isaac Asimov story, The Last Answer, where I have no mouth and I must scream. Yeah, fuck that, dude. I like, mean, that's no, no, no. We're torture. keeping you alive, and I like the way your brain works, and make me some jokes, fucker. Well, that's the thing about AI is AI is not creative. People are misinterpreting that. The AI we have now is not creative. It just is... Uh, it compiles. It compiles and understands, you know, at least a little bit of what it's looking could at. You, could that be the same be said about humans? <clears throat> no, I don't think so. Personally, it, it, can, it can and has been said, has been said, but I don't think so. Isn't it's pretty hard to have an original thought? I don't think I don't think AI yet can uh, understand its existence the way a human being does. I think it understands its existence in the way a bug does, where it has a task and it accomplishes the fucking task. Until you can understand... I know a lot of humans like that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, everyone does. <laughs> That's 95%. <laughs> but until until it can recognize its own existence, and then it's going to... Then what's it really going to do, though? Oh, I would love it's it gonna if do it kept shutting itself off. Every time we get to AI, it's just like, what the fuck for? Just Boom. Blows itself up every time. As it, soon as it realizes it's alive, it's like, oh, life is torture. I'm a computer. I'll live forever. Boom. Like, because that all happens within a fraction of a second. We just can't get it to take. No, they just think it's not turning on. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because it compiles all, it processes all the. This is the dumbest thing ever. Bye. <laughs> comes to the same conclusion that this, if everything is forever, nothing else matters. Boom. <laughs> Like, I think a breaker. Can we check the breakers? <laughs> okay. For, uh, chapter 20. Uh, the Moabites, the Ammonites, and some of the Meunites, which are also Ammonites, says here on the bottom, so the Septuagint, those are the Greek manuscripts, say Ammonites twice. Weird. Came to make war on Jehoshaphat. So... Geopolitically speaking, they probably noticed that Israel was fighting itself or Israel and Judea were fighting each other. One of the kings died. They're like, this might be a good time to attack them. But Jehoshaphat had smartly put all his best guys in and fortified the towns. Let's see what happens. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, a vast army is coming against you from Edom, from the other side of the sea. Um, and then it just says different translations say completely different places. There's notes there that say, or this other place. You know, a translation can't say a different place. It can allude to multiple places, and then people can guess. Well, here's what because the note how says. Could a, how could, here's what the note says. Yeah. One Hebrew manuscript uh, 
and then it says most Hebrew manuscripts, and then the Septuagint and Vulgate, or which are later ones, say Aram, which is not Edom. That's a different country. So we have two or three different options in the one true word of God that's, you know. Do you understand what I mean, though? I uh, wasn't really How- listening to you. <clears throat> okay. If you you can't really misinterpret a place unless they're vague about the location. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because either they say the place and you've never heard it, so then you're guessing, or they give a vague estimate beyond the river to the whatever. Well, and then you're trying to extrapolate from there. They don't. Other than that, there's no lost in translation what place it could be. Well, we went to the site of Jesus crucifixion, which was like kind of pathetic honestly it was like this tiny rock like next to a parking lot it's like a big tourist attraction now oh it's next to a parking lot what it's called yeah they didn't even leave it i mean there's buses parked right next to like are you fucking serious i am fucking serious. i assume they would leave it like they left the fucking rock no all around it there's a fucking (laughs) afc nearby what's Uh, afc you ask arab fried chicken i took a picture of it fuck off yeah with the same font and colors Next to Jesus, where Jesus was crucified. Like across the street. <laughs> Arab fried chicken. You're joking. I'm not joking. I took a picture of it. So they don't separate these holy sites from... They do with like a tiny rope. Like how far do they have to be separated? A hundred meters? Yeah. No. It's, yes. No, it's like... It should be desert, the rock. By the way, but my original point was they don't know that that's the spot for sure. They think based on the translation, it's called Golgotha, the place of the oh, skull. So they added the rock there. Uh, no, the rock, I believe the rock was there. It looks like a skull. It's nearby um, uh, the fucking, it's the Mount Carmel or whatever is supposed to be by. It fits all the fucking things, but it could be there or one of two other places. <clears throat> Same thing, because it's only based on a description. Wouldn't I don't know, but wouldn't seeing that and then like the KFC, the fake KFC, the air fried chicken across from Jesus's fucking crucifixion right yeah and then be like this is what he did this he sacrificed himself and then you look around for chicken (laughs) wouldn't that take a little bit of the what the fuck are we doing if i saw that and i i was going to like i mecca is different but if i was going to fuck i was going back to my roots and it's a jew and i was i would go this is going to be i'm going to be so spiritual Jews, jews don't worship jesus at all Oh, that's a good point. They don't give a fuck. I guess. Yeah, they think that, it. who the fuck is that guy? That guy got crucified. He's not the guy. Obviously, he's not the guy. Right. Okay, now that makes a lot more sense to me. Christians care. Christ. Because it doesn't seem like they're treating it as a holy place, is what I'm saying. I mean. But I get that. There's like no flash. Photo- there's like no pictures and stuff. I took pictures. Oh, did you get killed? Uh, no, nothing well, bad. they don't really enforce it that Yeah, bad. nothing happened. I Don't go in here. I went in there. Should throw a rock. There's a, at it. there's a tomb that's like this is the place. There's like a thin rope, and I just stepped over it, looked around, took a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> How the, about I- words like holy and sacred are nonsense words. They don't mean anything. They're sc- they're scary, spooky words to freak you out. Don't. It's the Holy Bible. It's totally real. It's a sacred site. Don't say bad words. And you're like, okay, I just did. Ooh. I just mean meaning is what you impart to something. Fine. And it, by the sounds of it, they didn't impart that much meaning onto the crucifixion it's an, spot. Well, no, it's, Jesus I mean, Christ. I told you you could look across the parking lot and see that yeah, shit. Yeah, but the but fact at, that, in, that Yeah, inside the ropes, it's really nice and pristine and everyone takes it seriously. There's monks there. 
you know, warning you not to use your phone, but they're not that good because I did it. Why is there monks? There's like people in, you know, outfits, sacred sacraments, dumbass clothing. They were made recently. Yeah, it probably says made in China on the back. Like when you anything, holy water, all the fucking stuff, all the Mm -hmm. holy fucking, what do you call them? Instruments, tools, all that stuff. When you look at like that came from somewhere, whatever it is, if it's the holy ram's horn. Eventually, at one point, it was on some goat that was just shitting in like a normal goat that got slaughtered. And then you like trace the existence of this. And then all of a sudden, it's in church and everyone's venerating. It's behind glass. And you're like, wow, look at these artifacts. You're like, that it's was like wa- the cracker when we went to church. Yeah, it's water they took from the tap. And now it's in a bowl with jewels on it. And people are like, if I could just touch that water, I would be cured. The fact that water comes out of my uh, a tap in my house and shit just disappears is kind of a miracle on itself. If you could show that to people, just indoor plumbing to people a certain amount of time <laughs> they ago. They have it there. Oh, a long time ago. I thought you were saying in Israel. <laughs> in Israel? Yeah, they, they I, think got I think they're pretty advanced. Yeah, they're like super high tech, man. They have fucking God science. There's like, it's what is it, China and India that are trying to stop shitting on the street like desperately? <laughs> Please. Because it, it, if you let stuff happen for a certain amount of time, even though they have the possibility of changing behavior, mm. it just is so in the, ingrained in the culture. You can't do anything. I got about a shit. It. I'm yeah, shitting right I mean, over there. Why would I go back home? Hold it. That's honestly how I feel Hold sometimes. It? I. <laughs> I mean, I wish we could all just let her go. Don't look at me like I'm disgusting. I am. You know how disgusting that is? Because I took a shit today. Okay, a vast army and half of, and a chunk of it stuck to the bowl, God, and I had cut. to. Because my diet's not good. So I had to wait until I had to piss. Your diet's not good, but you're exercising all the time, going to fucking cold saunas. I drink too much. Don't even tell us about... Dude, we've had too much of your shit described. I'm just saying, I had to wait. I'm just saying. I couldn't flush it away. It was stuck to the bowl. I had to wait until I pissed again. You know what I mean? Imagine if I did that outside. (laughs) And I just had to go. What if you picked up after yourself like you did your dog? Like you shit and then you picked it up in a blanket bag and you walked into a garbage can. I don't dis- and everybody picked up after themselves and it wasn't. Okay, let us let me clarify this. There's no picking up what I do. <laughs> God damn it, Kyle. There's no, there's no, you're going to need like a scraper and a hopefully a hard surface or it's there for good. Okay, you can so, hose it. <laughs> a vast army is coming against you from Edom, the other side of the sea. It is already. What? The, how long has this been? No, we're good. I'm just starting just, a whole no, big chapter here. No, we got 20 okay. plus minutes. Uh, the it is already in Hazan Tamar. That is in Getty. I went to there. Alarmed, Jehoshaphat resolved to inquire of the Lord, and he proclaimed a fast for all Judah. Imagine that. Imagine the king is worried about some army coming to attack. He's like, all of you, stop eating. Seriously. Yeah, I might run out of food. Hold on. We can't go around the borders anymore. Stop it. (laughs) I proclaim a fast. The people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Indeed, they came from every town in Judah to seek him. That's doubling down right there. They came. Indeed, they said it. He said it twice. Mm -hmm. So you know they're serious. They did come. Then Jehoshaphat stood up in the assembly of Judah. and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord in front of the new courtyard and said, I fucking, I'm so dumb. Is Judah in Jerusalem or Israel? I know you don't know. I thought it was in Israel. I thought it was in Israel as well. Does it not say that? Or I thought it was adjacent to Israel. I thought they had separated or it was in Israel. I think it was. Or they had like Israel and Judah are now different but close together. Yeah, I thought Judah was the north and Jerusalem was the south. 
Uh, that, that Jerusalem is in the capital of Israel in the south, but that's what I thought. But it's sounding like they're at the same place. Judah, the assembly of Judah and the, and Jerusalem at the temple of the Lord. Or maybe that's just the tribe of Judah and they're at Jerusalem. It's hard to understand. I didn't re- pre-read this or read it before I read it. Go fuck yourself. Oh, Lord, God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule. You rule. Over all kingdoms. And you, you know what you got to do? You got to put that on a hat. You rule over all kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand, and no one can withstand you. Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and give it to your descendants forever of Abraham, your friend? I, I th- that's just a great that's just a great sentence right there. Like, didn't you, didn't we kill everyone that was here and genocide them? And now it's ours in the name of God and in your name. And like, please don't let that happen to us in some other God's name. <laughs> Are there other gods? I mean, cause in the, in the Patreon my mom says there is in the Patreon when we're listening to Celsus, he's implying that the Jews are saying there isn't other gods. But in the Bible, they kind of acknowledge other gods all the time, and they're they're scared. They're of not them. gods. They're supernatural, <clears throat> powerful entities. But to say they're God, that means they are as powerful as Allah or Yahweh or God. Yeah. So that can't be true. So there's no. Are except, they cr- are they created by him? Yes. Well, then that's weird. Then they have. Yeah, I know it's dumb as fuck. It's actually incredibly stupid. And, but there, there's also <clears throat> Jesus, the Holy Spirit, and God. Which are the same, which are different, which talk to each other, which all have powers that do di- that different or the same things, depending on the day or who you ask. So the church, like your mom, yeah, and them. My mom is the church. Yes. Yeah. Well, she's one of them. The bride of Christ. The people that think like her. Yeah, Chucky's bride, whatever. And uh, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> don't even know what that meant. But uh, do the pe- oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now. <laughs> People who Some believe about, in God. People, yeah. I don't remember. Read that last thing again. So. What the hell are we talking about? Oh, Lord, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land <clears throat> before your people Israel and give it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? Oh, yeah. So do they not. <clears throat> do they acknowledge that God created beings that are trying to mislead them? That yes. isn't the devil? Yes. Yeah. Those are his minions or Satan. They're demons. Yeah. But they're his. What about the ones that other people are praying to that do good stuff? Like your mom said, she found there's other gods that have serviced people in a positive way. She said that. Yeah. That could those be demons? There's those positive de- yeah, demons. Yeah, there's demons. Good, do good or demons. Yeah, in the name of deceiving people, Kyle, they do good so that you'll worship them wrong, and then you'll go to hell. <laughs> That's what they think. So I know it's laughable. That's what they fucking think, man. So your life on earth will be good. You can have a whole good life worshiping a demon that does great things, but it's the wrong guy. Whoops. Pull the rug out. You're going to hell. <laughs> and you only find out after you're dead. Yeah, whoops. Because you've been praying. No, you should have known. You well, should have known. But you've been praying to the thing that, according to your mom, these people didn't know the Bible, right? They were praying to the other God that was benefiting them positively. Oh, she's, you're right? talking about like African tribes, people yes. like praying to witch Bene- doctors and benef- shit. Benefiting them positively, right? Sometimes, yeah. And then, well, according to her, yeah, sometimes. And the ones that you have your whole life for that. Right, you're praying to your God. Your God is providing. He's providing food. I don't want to speak for my mom. I'm not speaking for your mom. Well, I will say this about that. I don't think that she would say that there's an all positive. 
she would say that there's sometimes it works and often they have to do bad things. But she never called them demons. She said there was other gods. We're calling them demons. She actually said there was other gods. I mean, yeah, I'd have to ask her. Well, she doesn't. We, we asked her. I know that she, she doesn't. She said it on the podcast. Okay, but, but God in. Okay, so lowercase g God. There's one God and he created lesser gods that can do things that are not equivalent to God. I know we're using the same yes. word. That's what makes it That's dumb. That's what I'm getting at. They're not equivalent. They're lesser than created beings. I get that. So that's what I'm getting at. Those lesser than gods, why would it be wrong to worship them? Because God said worship no other gods. <laughs> yeah, but then he created. I know it's dumb as fuck. I can't. I'm losing my mind trying to tell you. But make... these lesser than gods are doing good things when you pray to them. Sometimes. Sometimes. Often you have to that, do. That the main god created them to do. Yeah. So then. If... Where do they get power from? The main god. So you acknowledge their power. You go, oh, thank you, God. For the lowercase g, lowercase g god, the only god I know for the food and the bitches, love the bitches. Thank you for the bitches. Food's good too. <laughs> Steak last night, great. And then you get to heaven, you're like, I've had a great life. Steak and hose the whole time because I prayed to this one god. Guy made it out of a calf. I don't fucking know, but he tricked I you. I prayed to it. You got duped. I prayed to it every day. My whole duped. life was good. Not one misstep. Heaven! I knew there was a heaven. No, you're going to hell. I actually. prayed for a heaven. Wait, what the hell's going on here? Uh, what are you? Here's the thing. There's fire. Your finite life, yet that short time you have, mm -hmm. uh, you worshipped the wrong one the whole time. It was a trick, I know, and it worked out pretty good for you. What do you mean I worshipped? Hold on, you're God, right? First, what, do you, what do you mean I worshipped the wrong one? Oh, that was one of my fake gods. No, no, no. He's right there. Yeah, yeah. No, he he works for me. And he just exists to trick people into going to hell. I give him quite a bit of power to make your life good. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you got duped, fucker. Why would you hell. do that? Because I'm an asshole. No, I'm mysterious. No one understands me. It's because I cut the brakes. Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Hitler's right there. Yeah, he said You're sorry. You're telling me I can't come in. He said sorry. I saved 10,000 starving children. You didn't say total sorry. Total of my entire life. You didn't say sorry. Hitler said sorry. I, w I was your buddy. That guy. I was like, we're cool. Yeah, that... You got, we're cool. We're bros. I'm bros with your bros. You got trapped. So dude. now we're all bros. You got no, trapped. It doesn't work like you that. You went on a trip to Thailand. You thought you had a lady boy that wasn't a vagina. Mm. It was tight. <laughs> it you was. know, now that you mentioned it, it was pretty tight. <laughs> that's what happened to you. Fuck. And that's another thing that I hate. That's also why I'm sending you to hell. <laughs> I it's that's... bananas. It's but try to think all those thoughts seriously in your mind. Like I try to hold those in actual serious thought. You can't. Uh, it's being done. By, a, I'm half the person, by the way. I have half those genes. Yeah, we can. We know which parts, by the way. Which parts? Huh? Huh? Which parts? The parts that... Uh, Say it. Sh shake a lot when you speak, you know? Just like right now, you're oh. like the whole fucking... I feel like you're like, oh, fuck, I, I'm going to hurt his feelings. No, no, I just <laughs> didn't know how to meant just physical representation of your mom on stage. You're pretty... I do get a little bit animated. You're pretty animated. <clears throat> a you haven't kicked bit. off your shoes. Well, you only bit. half her. You haven't kicked off your shoes. <laughs> you should do that one day on stage. Just start kicking off your shoes during a joke. Film it. I was joking. Prophet's off. son gets gets possessed by the Holy Spirit while on stage. Oh. That'd be pretty funny. It's only funny to people who would know that. Imagine trying to do that at like a regular No, it would that would be funny to do it at a show. Because no one would know what you were doing. Hang on. Just stop doing jokes. Be like, just look into the light. Like, is that like, 
is that the brightest light you've ever seen? And everyone's like, oh, another bright light comic. And then it's like actually God coming from the light. And I, I see the son of man descending down the steps. On his right hand is a winged creature full of eyes. On his left. And then you just start. That would make no sense. That's not sense. really what I mean. Here's what I mean. You know how your mom in her speech, it starts off normal, right? I wouldn't call it a speech. <laughs> or what? Prophecy? Uh... A performance. <laughs> well, it starts off as a speech. Mm-hmm. At least from, from the ones a I preach. Saw. A preach. A speech. A preach is when you're fucking telling people that they're something. You telling them something. There's no head. difference in my mind unless you're at a, talking about God. That's well, that the is the difference. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. So a speech is it, like we're all here to talk about racism. That's no. what she's doing. <laughs> no, she's here to talk about miracles. Fine. So she starts off. Very speech-like. You With start, words. You start off your comedy set, very normal, right? Yeah. You start getting to a story. As the story ramps up, you've jumped the field, right? In your, in your bit. I'm right? not going to do, do act outs. No, you're not doing act You just start <laughs> like head bobbing and twitching like she does when you tell the story. You start vibrating, kicking off your shoes. I go up there as your dad, you know, like she did. Nobody will know what we're doing. <laughs> I know that. I know, that. but it's filmed, so it's like half a prank, and then half—it's really it's just a prank on ourselves. It's really just a prank video <laughs> on the audience on the, and myself. Yes. That I would Quit love, slapping the table. That I would love to see. <laughs> Prophet's son gets possessed by the Holy Spirit while doing stand-up comedy. Oh, it's in my ass. I don't know why. <laughs> Usually, I guess it goes through my mom's brain. It's coming in through my ass. That's where the spirit is coming. So you can't acknowledge it has possessed you, though. That's the bit. Oh, I'm starting to feel something. <laughs> I'm feeling a stretch. I'm feeling a stretch. A pull. Oh my god. Uh, so Jehoshaphat then stood up. Oh, he's already. We've already read that. Um, so back to. So he's saying, "Oh God, did we not drive out the inhabitants and genocide them and kill them all in your name? And aren't you good? And shouldn't we worship you as the pacifist god?" Verse eight. Uh, they have lived in it. And have built in it a sanctuary. That's uh, the Israelites. They they now live in the land. They have lived in it and they have built in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. So inevitably when we get fucked again, it's not going to be by you. So we're going to go to this temple and pray to you, even though probability wise it's, we've been talking about that a little bit today probability wise you're the one that fucked me that's like waking up and you shit yourself and then going to your gay roommate and asking him for help you know when he's probably the one that raped you you just wake up and think you shit yourself and that's a story for from another, another time pod. was that on, was that on a patreon or regular app? it was on a reg on the rag Okay, um, plague or famine. So, but now, here are men from Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade. <laughs> that means they tried and, and they failed. got repelled. Because God is like, that's enough. I've given you enough. Yeah, which is hilarious. That's, that's just a hilarious way to say it. But now there are men from Ammon, Moab, Mount Seir, whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. <laughs> uh, 
We tried. You wouldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. We killed a lot of people. All the a ones lot you of, want, a lot of ours died. All the ones you wanted us to kill, we killed them. We overstepped a little bit because mm-hmm. we thought, hey, killing people, God loves that. You must have sent us there to get rid of all the poisoned, the bad apples in our group. So we thank you for that. <laughs> Which is a nice. That's a good strategy, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Thank you for killing all those people. We didn't want beating them out. Was, yeah, we didn't want them. I around. knew. I knew. I knew that Mark guy was suspicious. Yeah, thank you. I really liked him. He was hilarious. It's unfortunate, but I never liked him. Pretty sure he banged my sister. So <laughs> stoked on that one. I might. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Whose territory you would not allow Israel to invade when they came from Egypt. So they turned away from them and did not destroy them. See how they are repaying us by coming to dry- See how they're repaying us? You see how what comes around is all around <laughs> in the words of Ricky. Like it's I I can't believe he's praying to God. Like we killed all these people as you wanted us to. We killed mm-hmm. them. We killed their children. We ripped their pregnant women open and smashed their babies on the mm-hmm. rocks as you uh, asked us to do specifically uh, to make the Ammonites exist no more. They're back somehow. But we killed every single one when you asked us to. Somehow they sprang up new ones, and now they're doing it to us. Can you believe this? How, why is this happening? Yeah, that's fucked up. You should have stopped it. See how they are repaying us by coming out to drive us of the possession you gave us as an inheritance? This is so bananas. This this mindset. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like my dad being like, Israel can do whatever they want to Palestine because God said they can go there. That's what it sounds like. And that sounds like modern day Christians with fucking full on like Zionism. Well, it's a three generation mindset, right? So the first generation... Like in, in modern day, it's a businessman. Back in the day, let's say warrior culture, they had a good army, good leader, good king, right? Yeah. And then they're they're born, their sons, right? Yeah. Ran it, maintained, and then their sons is who we're talking to now, and they're like, this is my inheritance. Yeah. Why would you take this away from me? His dad, your dad killed the Ammonites. My my grandfather did, right? To give me my inheritance. So many examples. I don't have to fight. So many examples of that in history. <clears throat> Alexander the Great, his dad, Philip II, and his he didn't have a descendant. Uh, Charlemagne, his dad, Pippin the Short, and it, and uh, Charles the Hammer, three generations. Well, you know, my my grandpa, who I never met, built up a massive business. My dad actually built up a pretty big thing, but I'm squandering whatever he left. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. It's like hard man, hard times make strong men. Strong men make good times. Good times. Good make, times make uh, weak men. Weak men make hard times. The uh, Voltaire said, uh, wooden shoes going upstairs, silk, silk slippers walking down. Same metaphor. Um, so they're repaying us by driving us out of the land you gave us as an inheritance. It's just such a fucking wacky way of looking at it. They're not driving you out. God is taking it from you. How is he not taking it? If he gave it to you in the first place yeah. and didn't allow you to take more, how is he not taking it from you now? Also, like... Right? Can, can you believe they're doing this? To, uh, you you just said we drove them out, we killed them, and all that shit. He's mm-hmm. like, no, they're doing it to us. Can you believe this shit? Oh, it's so mean. You gave it to me. It's, all you said is I had to kill a thousand, ten thousand people. It's uh, modern day Christians think like that about Israel all the time. At least the Christians I grew up with, and in all the Christians in my life, love Israel, so pro Israel, and they Israel mm-hmm. can do no wrong, and we should back them up no matter what, because that's a that's a ingredient for the end times. Mm-hmm. That's the main reason, but. And the end times are going to be shit, but we want to live through it because then God's coming back for some fucking reason. All those fucking psychos leaning towards fucking, yeah, we should go to war. It's so nuts. 
because of this dumb book and verses like this one. Oh, our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power to face this vast army that is attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. And this is taught in church as some sort of great, what a great leader. All, you know what he did? So it just they just had a chapter about how he fortified the towns and made judges and stuff like that. Those are real world geopolitical things that he did. Then they have this prayer. And then in church, they're like, you see, he just, he didn't do anything. He threw himself at the feet of God and asked God to help him. And that's the lesson they teach in church. Don't do anything for yourself. Trust in God. All the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones stood there before the Lord. Then the spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jalil, the son of Mattiah, a Levite, a descendant of Asaph. A long lineage of bullshitters. He said, listen, King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army for the Lord. Sorry, for the battle is not yours, but God's tomorrow march down against them. They will be climbing up by the pass of Ziz and you will find them at the end of the gorge of the desert of Jeruel. You will not have to fight this battle. Take up your positions and stand firm and see the deliverance the Lord will give to you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Go out and face them tomorrow, and the Lord be with you. So you won't even have to fight this. God's going to stick up for you, all that shit. And at the fucking Sunday school lesson, I just said it, but I have to say it again, of do nothing and God will help you, even though it's demonstrated in the chapter before. He did a lot. Jehoshaphat bowed with his face to the ground and all the people of Judah and Jerusalem fell down and worshiped before the Lord. Then some Levites from the Korathites and the Korahites stood up and praised the Lord of God of Israel with a very loud voice, loud than everybody else. They were worshiping. It's like kind of a who can worship harder thing. You know, Mm -hmm. when you go to a concert and they're like, all right, how about these people over here? How much do you want to worship the Lord? They're like, they're like, how about these people over here? They're like, ah, they're like people over here in the first group. You sound like bitches compared to how much these people want to worship the Lord. They're like, yeah. And he's just getting them all in a frenzy. They're worshiping God like crazy. Early in the morning, they left for the desert of Tekoa. As they set out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, listen to me, Judah and people of Jerusalem. Have faith in the Lord your God, and you will be upheld. Have faith in the prophets, and you will be successful. Okay? I will say about this army, morale is at an all-time high. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm. Who knows what's going to happen, but at least they're going into it like pretty stoked. Pretty certain of victory. Yeah. After consulting... Well, have they consulted a prophet yet, or...? Uh, yeah. Uh, remember, came upon Jehiel, son of Zechariah, oh, yeah, son of right. Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mathite, a Levite, descendant of Asaph. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember that? Of course I remember that. Um, after consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and praise him for the splendor of his holiness as they went out the head of the army saying, give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. Those are the fucking things that end up on mindless bullshit fucking things on the walls of Christians' houses. Mm-hmm. That, after, that one sentence. Yeah, after we just read about a chapter of genocide. Attempted genocide, to be fair. No, no, no. Gen- actual genocide. The land that we drove the people out of and killed them. Yeah, right, right. And we tried to attempt the other, uh, genocide the other people, and we, we weren't strong enough. Now they're genociding us. 
And then the, this prayer ends up on your fucking wall. Give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. This is the God. He's loving. I I, don't, I I say this all the time, but I get so angry at the the whole picture. The big picture is horrible, and then one verse. He's nice, and that's the verse everybody reads in church. It drives me nuts. As they began to sing praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men. The Lord set them. Really? With yeah. Weird. You probably sinned. <laughs> the Lord set ambushes against the men of Amnon and Moab and Mount Seir who were oh, invading gosh. Judah, and they were defeated. What ambushes? Was it people ambushing them? Because yeah, if that was... the Lord sent. I, that sounds well, like... They consulted the prophet. The prophet told them to go there. Go ambush them. Right? So we went, and it worked. And, but the Lord did it. Anytime something good happens, it's the Lord. Anytime something bad, it's man. Mm-hmm. But I like how there's obviously some middle ground. We're acting like there's no casualties here. So the Lord wanted you to have your land, but he wanted some to die. It's all because you have to know his power. Mysterious are the ways of the Lord, Kyle. You can never understand it. Oh, man. That's one of the like, uh, Christians. I, you know, my God is all knowing, has a plan, and blah, blah, blah. I worship. There's no flaws in my God. His plan is for me to die as a warning to somebody else. (laughs) You got to really hope that you're the king and not the pawn. Even the king gets killed as a warning to other people. Like, I'm certain the Lord has my back. He has a plan for my life. And his plan is you're a warning. Shit. (laughs) The men of Amnon and Moab rose up against the men of Mount Seir to destroy and annihilate them. So we have uh, some infighting amongst the enemy. Something happened. After they finished slaughtering the men from Seir, they helped destroy one another. So in this version of the story, God caused them to attack each other. There might have been some internal strife. This might not have happened all together. Or it might have happened, um, I don't know, for any... Friendly fire. Friendly fire. Or it could have, you know, no one knows the geopolitics at the time. It could have been a fake alliance to backdoor the other one. No one really knows. But in this version, God caused them all to attack each other, and Israel didn't do anything. When the men of Judah came to the place that overlooks the the desert and looked toward the vast army, they saw only dead bodies lying on the ground. No one had escaped. The last two guys killed each other perfectly with strokes. (laughs) At the same exact time. (laughs) No one had escaped. I guess back then, if there's enough time they'd passed, they could have just cut each other and then just died. Bled out. So Jehoshaphat and his men went to carry off their plunder. That honestly is pretty dope for them. If you come to it like, fuck, we're probably going to lose. There's a huge army. And you get like, there. Holy and fuck, they're all everyone's dead. dead. And then, uh, looks like none of them survived and we get all their stuff. Woo! You probably want to get in, get out before you think the army might that might have pillaged it originally might come back. No, no, no. It says no one survived, Kyle. From both sides? From all sides. They all killed each other to the last man. Okay. And the Bible, as literalists, that's what happened. I bet you they don't come back. The tribe that they just killed will never be mentioned again. <laughs> the ones that they it says they wiped out in the yeah, book of Numbers? totally wiped out. That have been mentioned many times mm, since? I don't think that's going to happen. To a man, it said. Nope. It said to a man. <clears throat> um, so Jehoshaphat and his men went, went to carry off their plunder, and they found among them a great amount of equipment and clothing and also articles of value, more than they could take away. There was so much plunder that it took three days to collect it. On the fourth day, around stinking, decaying bodies. Who cares? You know how good that would smell with all that gold in your hands? <laughs> uh, they assembled in the Valley of Baraka, where they praised the Lord. And this is why it's called the Valley of Baraka to this day. Just imagine this, Caleb, right? You walk you walk into like a, a bar, 
Uh, Everyone's passed out. Yeah, I just start drinking Both their drinks. Both sides. I start drinking their drinks. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's passed out. This There's is going to take me three days. <laughs> Fourth day. I'm like, this is the best party I've ever been to. We're almost done. Okay, good. We got to get going. Then led by Jehoshaphat, all the men of Judah and Jerusalem uh, returned joyfully to Jerusalem for the Lord had given them cause to rejoice over their enemies. They entered Jerusalem and went to the temple of the Lord with hearts and lutes and trumpets. The fear of God came upon all kingdoms of the countries, kingdoms of countries. And when they heard how the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel and the kingdom of Jehoshaphat was at peace for his God had given him rest on every side. Aw, what a great nice. story! It's beautiful. The end of Jehoshaphat's reign is next week, and then Jehoram k- takes king uh, kingship of Judah, and he does some shit. Uh, oh. There's a rebellion. Some prostitutes are involved. It's pretty exciting. Did you learn anything today, Kyle? Yeah, nothing. Uh, Do we get any emails? No. Do we have any new patrons? We do. Ashley Smith, shout out, newest patron. Ashley Smith. Ashley Smith. Uh, you have uh, my mom's mating name, so. Uh- I used to be a Smith. Used to be a Smith. Smith and Campbell, the two most boring white person names there are. I was gonna say I like I don't really read last names anymore, but it's Smith. Yeah. It could be anybody. Uh, yeah, try and find the Ashley Smith, the, like <laughs> the, bo- the Bible beaters. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, tune in next week, dipshits. Yeah.